welcome to A to Z, God Has Covered Me. I'm Michaela Estruth, and you're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Today, we are looking at our second verse of this series, beginning with the letter B. Our verse comes from Acts 16:31, which says, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved. This verse, in and of itself, is pretty self-explanatory. However, examining it in context reveals truth about the gospel that one may not grasp from this verse alone. Paul speaks these words to the Philippian jailer in answer to the question, What must I do to be saved? To understand this in full, consider the literary context. Paul began his second missionary journey with Silas, preaching through Syria and Cilicia. Eventually, Paul and Silas voyaged to Macedonia. While in Philippi, a girl possessed with a demon followed them around for days, yelling, These men are servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to you the way of salvation. After many days, Paul turned and commanded the spirit to come out of her in the name of Jesus Christ. However, the girl's owners were furious at this because they made money from her prophecy. They dragged Paul and Silas to the magistrates and demanded them to be beaten and thrown in prison. That night, Paul and Silas, suffering great wounds and chained in prison, prayed and sang to the Lord. The Lord answered them with a great earthquake, which opened all the doors of the prison and loosened the prisoner's chains. The Philippian jailer drew his sword to end his life. But Paul cried out, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. After this, the jailer and his whole household repented, believed in the gospel, and were baptized. Much of the historical context overlaps in this case with the literary context, specifically in the actual events of Paul's missionary journey. However, one key historical element is crucial to understand. The jailer's entire identity was founded in his duty to his job. He was honorable and respected because of his position. Once he failed, all that honor and respect vanished. He likely feared being killed by escaped prisoners, meaning he would suffer shame in his death. Even if he miraculously escaped death from the prisoners, he would likely face public humiliation and perhaps the punishment of death from his overseers. Thus, he saw it fit to take his own life, to avoid shame as much as possible. For because of the loss of his identity, he had nothing to live for. Therefore, this man's key question, what must I do to be saved, perhaps has a double meaning. The jailer himself could be thinking of his specific situation and wondering how to best avoid shame or punishment the next day. However, having seen the miracle and power of God, he also desires to be aligned with this great God. And Paul's answer fulfills both desires. Eternal salvation can only be found in the person of Jesus Christ. But the jailer's fear of earthly ridicule and shame dissolves once he places his identity in Jesus. Now, his purpose of life is fully founded in his Savior. Next, our theological context comes from Romans 10, 9-13, which says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, Everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, 
bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I will briefly highlight two points from this verse. First, Paul emphasizes that shame dissolves when one believes in Jesus, for God will exalt his people. The second point is that God has extended his merciful salvation to all who believe, whether Jew or Greek. It is no longer limited to the people of Israel, but Gentiles, like the Philippian jailer, are grafted in. Perhaps, today you are suffering the wounds that Paul and Silas suffered. Your body may be physically or emotionally aching. Remember where your true identity lies. You cannot be shamed because you live for the King of glory. Focus on the eternal promises of Jesus who invites you to his heavenly kingdom. If you have not accepted his invitation, stop, repent, believe in your heart, and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Thanks for listening to A to Z God is Holy. I'm Michaela Estruth on Radio 3 Elizabeth, 101.7.